I'm Jackie Rodriguez, and this is Friends with Friends, a podcast where we explore all 236 episodes of the TV show Friends, one at a time. I think we're a quarter way through, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> um, and you know what? We yeah. are almost close to season four. Yes, like, yes, we are. And that's season three is almost over. Yep. Yes. Oh my goodness. And that's Jason Ball. Yes, I'm joined Hello. by my friend. <laughs> and I'm and almost to the season, almost to the finale. It's very exciting. Yes, yes. And something to note too that season three actually has one more episode longer than the rest of the seasons. Everybody usually ends at 24, but this one has 25, and you'll see why. So, so we are two uh-huh. episodes away. Yes. So we're on the 71st episode, the one with Ross's thing. It premiered May 1st, 1997, with 24. 17 million viewers. Vanessa, do you want to give us a quick recap? Yeah, so Ross has this thing on his body part. Uh, Phoebe is dating two guys, and Monica's relationship with Pete may be moving towards an engagement. Or so we think. (laughs) (laughs) Or so we think. So it starts off with Ross's thing on his body. Like, this is just so random. I've never had anything on my body. So it's just completely random, I thought. (laughs) Well, yeah, just need to come up kind of out of nowhere, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, that's what I think. It's like it's so out of nowhere. I don't know why they gave him again. It's probably because when we speak to the writers, it's probably something that happened to one of them, and they just thought it was a funny thing to do. And they take it to the next level, right? And but I think it's funny because Ross is. I can see Ross being totally freaked out about this, mm-hmm. you know, especially since he can't actually see it. Since it's in a spot where he <laughs> can't actually see it. Yeah, and I like how he. Uh, goes to Chandler and Joey to get their take on what's going on. <laughs> so he starts freaking out. Um, and then they say, Ross goes to his doctor, right? And he says, oh, it's not, it's benign. You know, it's a skin abnormality, nothing to worry about. But Ross is still freaked out. Yeah, it's a little strange. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I would still be freaked out. I'd get a second opinion. I would want it, if it's really that bad, I would want it removed. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> huh. And then they take it to the next level. And so he goes, you know, to his doctor. His doctor doesn't know what it is. Then he goes to this. Uh, he goes TV. to Chandler's doctor. Yes. First. Oh, yeah, because they got rid right. of his mother. And then they bring everybody <laughs> in to study it and to look at it, which is hilarious. Oh, yeah. my gosh. <laughs> he brings, like, a whole class in. Yeah, if that were me, I feel super uncomfortable. But what can you do? Just remove the thing, hopefully. Okay. And then that's when he decides to go to Phoebe's herbal doctor. The doctor, guru. Uh, yes, <laughs> his name is Doctor or Guru Saj. And he calls it a kundus. A kundus, <laughs> right? Which is so random. Again, so random. <laughs> Was holistic medicine a big thing back then? I think it was just starting. Okay. So it was probably, you know, it's probably was bigger out here in California. So they probably, somebody has been, somebody probably had been through one of them or something. So it's, I'm sure that's where it all came from, right? Yeah. California is totally, they make fun of Californians because we're like into like vegan and green and juice you know so i'm sure this is where it all came from is california even though it's a new york show (laughs) yeah i mean i don't know i think it's i don't know i think 
So in my opinion, holistic, yes, it's good because a lot of medicines, you know, you don't know what you're taking, but it's always good to get two perspectives, I think. Mm -hmm. But And the then, Kundas thing, it feels like the guru is just doesn't know what it is. So he's just making up his own potion. For right. <laughs> And then he makes it angry. Yeah, he yeah. makes it angry. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say, Jackie? No, and then it, it works because <laughs> then it falls off. Yeah, because he like clipped it off with his watch. Yeah, on accident. It's so weird. It just—it's just such a strange little storyline. It's hilarious, though. It's—it's it's just that pure humor where you're just like, "What?" It's nothing, nothing behind it, nothing in front of it. Like nothing's gonna happen of it. It's just a silly storyline, which is good because it's just. Pure. It's fine, and it—you know—it's perfect for Ross because it—you know—he would would be very paranoid about it. And he would be insecure about it being where it is, and then they would also be insecure about strangers looking in his butt. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, even Chandler and Joey liked the idea of the holistic doctor because they took the duck there. Yeah. <laughs> and they end, they end up taking the duck there for the duck's cough. Yeah, I mean, I will say Layla does go to a somewhat holistic doctor, my dog. So, I mean, yeah, they still give her medicine and stuff, but if they feel like it's not necessary, they'll give me their opinion. It's up to me to decide. But Aww. so, yeah. But anyways, yeah. I, I like the whole whole like that storyline was cute. Obviously, and it's a, the title yeah. of the show. But let's talk about Phoebe. I mean, a little risque Phoebe. Yes. Oh my gosh, these guys are so flipping cute. And my thing is, like, you would—that's never true. That's never going to happen to date two guys that are that good looking. It's like, girl, please. Like, I no. But it's funny. It's funny. Okay, you can yeah. pull that off. I have never dated two guys at once at all. Yeah, but never. Phoebe could do it and not feel weird about it. Until yeah, she does. <laughs> Until she does. Yeah, Phoebe has been able to break up with anyone in a heartbeat. She has no, I wouldn't say shame. She just has no feelings towards it. Like, it's just a thing. But this yeah. time she dates kindergarten teacher Jason, mm -hmm. who is, you know, yeah, cute. And firefighter Vince, who is also cute, as Jackie said, too. Yes. So, but, yeah, I mean, I forgot. Did we? Did she say how we? She met him? No, they don't say how she met him. She just comes out and says, "Oh, I'm dating this guy and that guy." And and it's so funny because they're they're guys of different like one sensitive, one's tough, and so it's like what per what per what quality do you like the most? You know, and then it's like, but why can't they be both? Why does it have to be separate? But I guess every woman, I don't know. Well, yeah, she and thinks I, the math, the, uh, the kindergarten teacher is the sensitive one, but it turns yeah. out firefighters are actually the sensitive one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then it turns out the kindergarten teacher is also very handy, which is a quality that Vince also had. Yeah. So they ended up kind of balancing each other out and both having great qualities. Yeah. But it's funny because she didn't like working the field, so she tried to pick one and had a lot of trouble picking one. <laughs> Yeah, she did. She did. I, she sees one with the shirt off. She sees one at the firehouse. Like, it's like, hello, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, and it, it's funny how kind of it all came down because Phoebe intended to break up with both of them, but mm -hmm. she couldn't just because mm -hmm. she saw how vulnerable Vince got. You know, he even wrote in his journal and he paints and he draws. He has charcoal paintings because that's yeah. all he has access to. Easy of access. Phoebe. <laughs> yeah, so... It's very funny to see how it all played out at the end because they both walk in to watch Phoebe play at Central Perk. 
Mm-hmm. And she's playing and she goes, uh-oh, you know, she's caught in a pickle. So what happens? You know, she breaks up with both of them. Yeah. Or they well, both they break, break up, up with her. her. They break yeah. up with her. Yeah. Yeah, because they don't want to be, they don't want to be played and stuff. And it's quite funny. But um, Vince, the firefighter, is played by Matt Battaglia, and who I looked at my IMDb. He's still acting today. He was in that Spectrum's original show, Paradise Lost, as a younger judge, Forsyth. Um, and then Jason, the teacher, is played by Robert Grant, who plays Todd Crimson in 13 Reasons Why. So they're both still acting today. They're both still fairly good looking today, too. Like, age has <laughs> done okay with them. <laughs> They were bo- at the same time though in the '90s. They were on the Showtime sh- uh, show Queerest Folk. They were both on it. Oh, I didn't know that. So maybe that's how they like got their in with friends uh-huh. being known for that. That's yeah. cool. But uh, I- it was good. I liked I liked Phoebe's little. It's it's done in a hilarious way, and she ends up losing them because she just can't decide. I just think that's funny in a sense of like that's so Phoebe. <laughs> it's so Phoebe her being unable to decide and then this happening to her and she's like okay whatever and then she like moves on it's just another person you know yeah that's a good quality Phoebe she's able to you know she's very compassionate and very caring Mm -hmm. but she's also able to brush things off yeah exactly a lot of things you know people have trouble with (laughs) totally totally (laughs) uh, Robert Gant was also in Carolina the city the uh, a little later with uh, uh, Leah Thompson on NBC Oh yeah, and some writers and some writers move over to that show as well. Yeah, yeah. Some friends writers. So that's probably that's probably they're in. It's like, oh, we remember working with him. He's cool. Let's move to Caroline in the city. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Wait, did you guys know? did you guys notice too? I, th- I thought it was funny when they were all in the cafe talking and Jason says, Wait, Vince got a candle at dinner? And Vince was like, Wait. You and Jason hooked up. You know, they were kind yeah. of upset, you know. At different reasons. For different reasons. Yeah, but then the firefighter uh, was upset because she started off, uh, had an open flame in a, <laughs> in a wooded area. Yeah. <laughs> the fire hazard was really the thing that upset him. That's the funny part. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I know. It's like it's it's something that none of us would ever, like, question. But, of course, since he's a fireman, he has to question it. <laughs> yeah. And then it's just, it's silly. Let's take a break and we'll talk about Monica and Pete. What's going on there? (laughs) Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. And we're back. And now the episode, you know, we saw Phoebe dating two guys. Now Monica is still dating Pete. He's still in the picture. And we think things are going to advance with them because we he's gone. And friends see that he spent $50,000 on a ring design. And then we're like, oh, a ring design. But it's not the ring that we think it is. <laughs> right. And I mean, the thing too is like, 
it's funny because Monica gets a voicemail from Pete saying, we need to talk. Mm -hmm. So when anyone gets that voicemail, we need to talk, you automatically assume it's bad. Worst bad. Yeah, it's either a step, big step either way, right? Yes, totally. Yeah. And so, you know, Monica, you know, Joey even says, he's like, that doesn't mean he's breaking up with you. Maybe he cheated on you. I know. Trying to bring it a little lighter, right? But that's the same thing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then so that's when Monica takes them over to the high-tech apartment so that yeah. he can water his plants while he's away. And they discover, Joey discovers uh, the $50,000 check for the ring maker. Yeah. Yeah. It goes from like one extreme to the other. Maybe I'm going to bring up with him. Oh, wait, he's going to ask Miriam. And I want to know like the timeline of this as well. Because they are already like saying I love you, you know, like when he FaceTime, I call it the FaceTime call because it was like a FaceTime call before FaceTime was cool. Yeah. <laughs> and they say I love you to each other when they're all there and he sees the friends at the apartment. And I'm like, wait, how long have they been dating? Mm, yeah. <laughs> long enough. Long enough, I guess. But, um, you I know. Think it's cool the way they've cast him as this. It's almost like they're telling the foretelling the future because he has a smart home. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a, 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 an Alexa sort of thing that can turn the lights on, video, mm -hmm. uh, video calls, like you said, the FaceTime. So it's interesting that they've really figured out where the world is going. And yeah. They've foreshadowed like one of these, you know, tech giants that's yeah. you know, created all this stuff. So it's, I think it's actually really interesting to watch that now as opposed to then because it it seemed like science fiction at the time mm -hmm. i'm sure right that you know you can talk to the lights and video video phone calls and and all that stuff so yeah it's just you know kind of much more common right yeah, yeah it's like everyday life and if people can't facetime then they freak out and it was yeah. like what was life before facetime <laughs> and all that stuff i mean i i've i kind of i remember you know, I remember like calling my friends on my phone, you know, my little house, my house phone. Yeah. And I remember, you know, as things started progressing. So I feel like I'm grateful enough that I got to experience that and, you know, flipping through a phone book as we saw Joey mm -hmm. do in the, in the previous episode. Right. So I think it's cool. I think it's fun to watch and, and to see how they you know, predicted the future fairly accurately. Fairly yeah. accurately. How, yeah. high, how high tech were you, Jason, back then? I didn't get a cell phone until 96. So what year was this? I guess 90, I... 97. So I'd just gotten a cell phone. Wow. Was it in the, those big, big one? ones? Yeah. No, it was actually remarkably small. It was probably only like three or four inches. It was really tiny because remember they got really small for a while mm -hmm. and then they got bigger again with the, with the iPhone. Mm. Um, but, you know, the iPhone's not really a phone. It's a computer. Yeah, yeah. I remember getting an iPhone 2 was such a big deal. Oh, you spent a lot of money on the iPhone. I remember when, when they the, first came out. still do. I yeah. I remember when the Motorola Z was huge. <laughs> Is that the, the Razer phone? The Razer, yeah. 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 The Razer I had a cold phone. one. Yeah, as thin as that was, that was yes. pretty cool. That's when everybody wanted the smallest as possible. Yeah, yeah. Aww. Yeah those times good times yeah, it is cool though to see how they did like see that it's like when you watch back to future nowadays and they travel to 2015 <laughs> yeah but i mean i don't have a device that you know uh i have facetime on my phone obviously but i don't have it in my house which yeah, is same. where pete calls monica and, and pete sees the whole gang, you know hiding on the couches or underneath yeah. the couches and behind the couches and everything like that yeah uh, yeah. So, 
So yeah, so I mean, they don't talk about it then, but um, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a high tech house and $50,000 for a ring. That's a lot you know. of money. That's yeah. a lot of money now. That's yeah, really yeah. a lot of money in the. I know. I'd imagine it's probably like a mill then, you know, like that amount, you know. So it was, it was very clever of them to figure out how to go from ring designer and wedding ring to octagon UFC yeah. <laughs> fighter ring designer. I, I agree with you. Yeah, that was good. It was so funny. And was I know UFC, like, I didn't know about it growing up. And did it just start in the 90s or when did it start getting big? Because I thought it got big like early 2000s. I think it was still pretty um, pretty new then. Yeah. It started in 93. Oh, okay. So it just started. Okay. Because I so, remember like when I moved to Southern California and then I started going to Huntington Beach and then all these UFC, you know, has that very much vibe there. And I'd well, go to a bar and then like, oh, UFC fight. And then we'd go to another bar and see Tito Ortiz like hanging around with Jenna Jameson. I'm like, Oh, there's Tito. Oh yeah. He's a local. yeah well, here's like, the I thing. didn't know about it till then. When, when I was watching this episode, you know, I know what UFC is, but they kept saying ultimate fighting champion. Yeah. Or whatever. And I was like, what is that? Like in my head, <laughs> I, I didn't correlate the two at the beginning, but after a while I was like, Oh, UFC, because I just, you hear UFC. UFC. Right? Yeah. Most commonly. Yeah. So I was like, and, what is this? Like, is he a ninja guy? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. No, it's incredible. That fighting is so crazy. And that's but I think I the rules are much stricter now. I think that it really is true that back in the early days, there weren't a lot of rules. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Beat each other up. <laughs> yeah. So it turns out, you know, even, you know, everyone gets excited because they think Monica's going to get engaged and Rachel buys uh, Monica a bride <laughs> magazine. You know, they're planning out the yeah. future and everything like that. Um, and then that night when Pete and Monica are reunited, Monica looks very fancy. Yeah. And so does Pete, but, you know, you think yeah. it's really going to happen. You, you know, you're like, wow, this is going to happen. But then we find out as Jason mentioned, it's a ring designer for a different kind of ring. Yeah. What a, yeah. what a bust for Monica. Sorry. I, know. <laughs> I know. I felt bad because when she was describing like, oh, I woke up and I was thinking about saying yes to him. It made me really happy. I was like, that's so sweet. And then, you know, because they're, they're saying that, that's not going to happen. So you kind of get the idea like, okay, well, if she's saying that and she feels okay with it, it's definitely not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's hilarious how excited Rachel is about the whole prospects of yeah. Monica marrying a millionaire. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, and the bouquet, the money bouquet. She the money, like, the money ah! bouquet. Yeah. The money salad. It'll be a little dry, but everyone will love it anyway. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. Like, millionaires don't have money bouquets and money salads. I've seen those shows. Those wedding shows when they have all this money, it's not like that. It's just very extravagant. Yes, it's um, just funny. That's where she goes. Mm -hmm. It's interesting that she's so into it too. Yeah, because she was the one that ran off from her wedding. Right. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, think just some happy people. For a friend. Yeah, I think too. Some people in general are you know very excited to plan a wedding, and others avoid it, or some just don't want it. And I think Rachel's all about that. Because yeah. obviously, like you said, she. Well, what were you like, Vanessa, when you were planning your wedding? I was excited. Uh, I planned. Um, you know, yeah, I planned. You planned and you I planned. Know, I was excited. Jackie got me Bride magazines. So did Kalina, <laughs> a co-worker. Uh, yeah, 
very excited reading through the magazines, pinning everything. Uh-huh. Yep. So it's what like an exciting time. Good. So the excitement didn't like the stress didn't hinge, like didn't overplay the excitement. At some points there was stressful times. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm here now. We're here now. <laughs> everything turned out fine. Oh, it did. It I mean, so even beautiful. that day, you know, it it's it's so stressful beautiful. enough because uh-huh. we had to make last minute changes because it started raining. Oh yeah, yeah. But at that point in time, I was like, okay, do okay, whatever, whatever. You, want. you know. We're but here now. you just planned everything so well. Like Jason, Vanessa gave us these little sliders on the dance floor. Like I thought that was the most clever thing because we already had dinner and then we were dancing and then it's like the late night snack. I'm like, this is such a brilliant idea. <laughs> if you feed people, they're happy. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's all. <laughs> that's all. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah so i mean i don't know it was i was kind of sad for monica but do you guys mm-hmm. think pete was kind of selfish in a way for yeah. do you think you do, do you think he realized he knew what he was doing i think no. well that's that's the thing too is like he thinks he can because he conquered the business world the tech world now he wants to conquer the ufc world and it's like i don't know if he 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 is kind of selfish in that sense because he's not taking his love for her into consideration and we'll see where that leads in the next episode too so but i feel like also too you know they're not i guess at this point in time they're on different pages you know monica wants to get married he doesn't but i think it's always important to support you know your mm-hmm. friends or your significant others, you know, support whatever they want to do. So I feel like Monica shouldn't have been so sad, but then at the same time, she does have a reason to be sad because she amped herself up. Her friends all, you know, made her believe yeah. that she was getting yeah. engaged. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, the thing about Pete is he's very goal oriented. He sets mm-hmm. himself a goal for himself and then he singularly focuses on that. Just like Monica, he, he wanted to make her his girlfriend and he set out to do that and he did everything it took to, to get yeah. that. he got it and yeah. then he now he's moved on to the next thing. Yeah. Very, you know. So do, you think, do you think Monica is just someone else off the list or do you think he really like No, I think, I think he really. I think he, you know, it's mm-hmm. the goal. And the goal is achieved so now I move on to the next thing to be a yeah. C champion. I think this is shows the you know absurd like we always say they take it to that next level of mm-hmm. you know, what's the craziest thing Pete could set for a goal for himself next to be a UFC champion. Yeah. It's yeah. so random. Yeah. <laughs> so good though. But we'll see where that leads because we'll see him actually in the ring in the next episode. Okay. Yeah. So in the next episode, Pete's dreams actually do get in the way of him and Monica. And <laughs> Ross is dating somebody new, so we get a new character introduced. Ooh, it's so a very random cameo. <laughs> yes, the cameo. <laughs> so amazing. Yes. So if you like this episode, yes. subscribe, download, and give us five star ratings and leave nice comments. And follow us on Instagram, and... Friends with Friends Podcast. Until next time. Woohoo. Bye. Bye. Bye.